Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast, podcast versus, versus podcast. podcast. My, my name is Eric Yamanovich. Uh, my name is also Eric Yamanovich. Uh, no. That's right. Today, you've got two Eric's on the show. My name will be Eric 1. This is Eric 2. <laughs> okay. That's actually Piers Ray over there. Please call me by my name. It's Eric Yovanovich. Okay. Um, me and Eric 1 will take turns pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we are going to vote on which podcast pitch that day is the better one. Mm-hmm. And if we agree, then we'll quit this podcast forever. Do that one instead. What sounds like a, I, sounds like a great show to me. I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to talk about some of my favorite things. I'm 318 pounds and about six foot three. Six foot two? I'm about six foot two. And I'm taller than you. That's why you're Eric two. <laughs> I see. And I'm Eric one. I'm actually six foot one and two thirds of an inch. Okay. Well, then I'm six foot three and 326 pounds. Oh, wow. Thank you. You get a little uh, eight eight extra pounds on that. Yeah, well, you go up two inches and uh, things start to fill out a little. One inch and one and one third inch. <laughs> Look, okay, if you got a if you got a quibble over parts of inches, let me tell you, I don't quibble over inches anywhere. When I go and I get a six inch sub, if it turns out to be twelve inches, I don't complain. <laughs> that's how I got that's how I got those eight extra pounds. I see. Um. Anyways, uh, wow. I am. So, so sorry. I know your usual co-host, Piers Ray, never leaves his phone on. Right. But today I'm Eric Yovanovich. Eric something Milrod Yovanovich. And uh, I make mistakes sometimes. Right. I'm not, I'm not a god. You flip, the, you flip the, the silent on and off as if it was a safety on a gun. Ah, well, I mean, that that's what I would have done if I was Piers. Yeah. I, can see, I can see that idiot acting out a scene. With whatever props he has on hand to make himself feel like he's in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I have a podcast to pitch to you. What a coincidence. I have a podcast to pitch to you. Eric, I know you're only Eric too, and I know you're uh, basically two inches shorter than me and eight pounds lighter, but I'm going to give you this one, little man. Okay, so this would be a podcast. You're letting me go first. That's what you're saying. Uh, exactly. Please speak up. You have a tiny voice. Uh, this is a podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I'll whoa. bring it back down. We're not that tiny. Um, this is a podcast where uh, every episode uh, you and I would brainstorm things that I could do to make up for things that I did wrong mm-hmm. earlier. Like uh, I got this idea because yesterday I um, I accidentally scratched my coworker's door, her car door. Oh no! And it's just a very tiny scratch, but she just had her car fixed. Like there was a huge scratch on the other side, Ooh. and she just had it fixed last week. And I scratched her car. So maybe episode one could be, what can I do for her to make it up? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, do you want to jump into an episode or you think that the two Eric's can handle this on our own loosey goosey? I think we can just <laughs> hash it out and right. Free form. Just, uh, two guys with a couple of bags of hash browns, uh, hashing it out. What? What? <laughs> just two guys with a couple big bags of hash browns, hashing it out. Oh, okay. I Solving heard you, problems. I heard you right the first time. You it did. Just, uh, didn't make any sense. <laughs> did it make any sense the second time? No. Oh, tell you what, tell you what, little guy. You get a couple more inches and eight more pounds on you, the world just kind of comes into focus. Yeah. Everything gets a little clearer. Okay. Or at least you get the confidence of a tall person that allows you to believe you are just right, just right all the time. Uh-huh. That's why tall people always rest their drinks on shorter people at parties. What are you talking about? Is that a thing? Do you That's not rude. do that? You should take advantage. No, That's I why do. they're there. I don't do that. I can't hear their voices, so I just assume that, <laughs> that they're okay with it. They're fine. What do you think I should do for her? Oh, for her? Yeah, should I get her a gift? Should I just, like, offer to pay for 
the real issue more than the money is the inconvenience. Like that's what the real frustration with something yeah. like that is. Like very few people. Like she just had it done. Exactly. So now she's got to go back, and they're gonna be like you again. And you you know, you just know if she goes to the same place, someone's gonna make a dumb joke, and she's gonna be so angry about it. Like they're gonna be like, oh, you must love us. Oh, <laughs> you're, oh, you're, are you scratching your car on purpose just to come see us again? Exactly. Like something like that. For an excuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just give, you know, giving her the business. Um, you could offer to, could, is it something you could buff out yourself? Well, I have no idea how to do that. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, it's an, an extremely tiny scratch. Is she upset about it? Has she even noticed? No, she was there. She was like standing right there, waiting to get into her car. Oh, like I, I like swung open the passenger car door of uh, of my coworker's car. He was giving me a ride, right? And she was like waiting for me to get in so that she could open her driver's side door and get right. in. Right? How and did then, she respond I, in the moment? She was like, "Are you? Did you seriously just do that?" And I was like, "Oh my god, did I just do that?" She's like, "Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I just had it fixed, but it's okay." Wow. And I was like. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, it's okay. I just, I just had, it, had fixed. it fixed twice. She said it. She said it twice. Well, uh, the, my coworker was like, oh, you should bring it back to them and tell them that they didn't get the scratch. She said, no, it was, a, it was the other side. And I, you know, and they'll, they'll be able to tell that I just had it fixed. Right. It's okay. They know what they did, but it's fine. It's fine. Like, I mean, I'll have to pay to get this. I mean, okay. Paying to have the work done is basically... It's basically the what I can do, right? That's the polite thing. You, I mean, you could go above and beyond. You could get her like a bottle of wine or something, like as an <laughs> apology, just a yeah. gift, like hey, because like you're getting the scratch repaired is just undoing the damage you did to right. the vehicle. But she still has to go and take it over and yeah. like leave it. Like it's a That's it's the, the thing, errand like, that you're. Kind if of I had a car, for. I could let her use it while uh while hers was getting the scratch out or you could take it over for her if she was willing to let you drive it so that she didn't have to deal with it one day i already scratched the car she's gonna let me drive it now probably not probably you are a driver for the company i mean yeah i do it professionally i don't know it's like it's an accident i feel like she'd probably trust you to get it dealt with maybe i don't know what your relationship to this person is the best you can do yeah i don't know that's kind of like say pay for it just uh, hey send me the bill Pay for it, and usually if I've inconvenienced something, someone, I just get them like a little something they enjoy as an apology. Mm. Like buy them a lunch one day. Like, right. like, hey, I'm going out for ramen. Do you want anything? Get them a ramen. Sorry about scratching your car. Fran said maybe I should buy her lunch for a month. And I was like, for, for a, month? a month? Fran, that is, that's fucking crazy. Fran, it's a very small scratch. Yeah, that's. It's barely noticeable to the human eye. Okay, let's say that's five twelve dollar meals a week. If you're buying her lunch, sixty dollars, hundred twenty, two forty, let's say two hundred and fifty dollars a month. What's it cost to get the scratch out of the car? Probably significantly less than that. I would say so. I would imagine. Also, that's, uh, I, I Fran's logic astounds me sometimes. That's very generous, but it's it's going so far in the other direction. Like that's more uncomfortable to me. Like to have someone being like, "I will buy you lunch every day for a month." It's like. No, get the fuck away from me, you overly earnest weirdo. What small town do you come from where that's an appropriate response? Um, that is such a small town person thing to do. Is it a small town person thing to do? Yeah, yeah. Like to like way overcompensate for a minor offense. It sounds kind of like a sitcom offense. thing. It does kind of sound like a sitcom thing. Like, you know those that classic sitcom trope? Like there's a bet and whoever whoever loses has oh. to be their slave for a week I or guess something. I'm your butler for the week. You know what? 
between friends, don't even worry about it. But you do have to do this one gross task. And then, yeah. like, a quick mug. Oh, brother. Music plays. Credits roll. Um, that's weird. I've never, like, that's not a real thing in the real world. No. No. It, like, to, to make a bet where someone has to do services for yeah, you? Yeah, for someone will be your slave I've, for a week. Have you ever taken a bet like that? No. Like, I'll wash your car for a week or something like that? No. Even that, I'll wash your car for a week. So, like, once at the beginning and once at the end. Who's washing it every day? There's, like, I'll do your laundry for a year or something. That's... That was, for, like, from the office. Yeah, but even that doesn't make any sense, right? Like, that's a nutty, nutty bet to take. It's so weird. Which brings me to my podcast pitch. Yeah. Nutty Bets with Eric Prime. Okay. And that's you, Eric Prime. I'm Eric Prime. Used to know me as Eric One, but... I just upgraded myself. I'm six foot four now and 330 pounds. <laughs> wow. I ate a 12 inch sandwich while we were sitting here and I just boosted right up. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Good, good sandwich. It was a four pound sandwich? Uh, no, it was like a two pound sandwich, but my body's very efficient. Okay. When it metabolizes stuff. So it's, it's so efficient that it adds more weight. Yep. To the food that you're eating. Come back tomorrow, I'll be the size of a sun. Okay. <laughs> if I keep eating. This is terrifying. Just a few mints, and my body will hyper-process them into more than there was to begin with. Actually, I suspect the government will find me and make me a tool. God. Um, yeah, so the idea, what was it called again? <laughs> nutty Bets. That's right, Nutty Bets. And uh, I just, I'm sick of not seeing sitcom bets in the real world, Eric. Uh. And I feel like every episode we'd bring on a special guest, and we'd make them a nutty bet, and then yeah. we would follow up with them in the next week. And be like, so do you make that bet or not? And then it would kind of just be like a rotating yeah. series of bets that we're making with people. We'd be constantly checking in with people who'd been on the show. Like, we bet you to do our laundry for a year if you couldn't hold your breath underwater for 10 minutes. And you didn't. So, and then we would just talk to them about how they're enjoying doing our laundry. Are we making it hard or easy on them? You know what the worst sitcom bet is? What? Is uh, if, if uh, okay, if I win, then you have to... Uh, do blank. You, yeah, you have to do my homework or something. But what if you win? Well, if, you, if I win, then you, you have, have to, to go, go on, on a date, date with me. me. The worst. The, the worst, grossest, and creepiest bet. Yeah. The only time I've found it charming, the only time, okay. is on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Because Jake bets, Jake makes a bet with Amy Santiago yeah. to go on a date with her. But he wants to take her on the worst date of all time. So it's like one long extended prank where every aspect of the date is designed to be like unenjoyable she yeah. has to wear a terrible dress they go somewhere she would hate like and then it turns out to actually be a date purely by coincidence like obviously the whole show has been leaning towards it the yeah. entire time like that's all really cool but that's the only time where i've ever thought okay this makes sense that he's doing this There's because that. they have all these repressed feelings and he's also an established prankster yeah i mean that kind of makes sense yeah um there's an episode of greek actually the first episode of greek where uh one of the characters they they bet on a game of pool um if uh if the guy wins then she has to have sex with him Duh. if the girl wins i can't remember i think it's like money it's like 100 bucks or something um but she she's uh she's a pool shark now so she right. uh sinks every ball except for the eight ball but it turns out she wanted to have sex with him, so she intentionally scratches to lose the bet. That's a gross bet. It's. it's I mean, it's the only way that bet would be okay is yeah. if both people were like very aware that they were interested in each other. Well, they were ex. Uh, 
they used to be in a relationship. But they hadn't had sex. No, they, they did. They did. Now they want to have sex again. So now they're doing all this bullshit instead of just saying, would you like to have sex? Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to be coy with it. That's fine. That's comfortable ish. It's I mean it's How did it work in the scene? Uh it it feels good. It feels okay. all right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm into that then. That's fine. And um uh he Cappy I don't think would have his name is Cappy. I don't think Cappy was going to uh take her up on that offer. No, Cap I'm aware of who Cappy is. Yeah. And you're right. He's, He's a, a surprisingly good dude for for the frat guy. Yes, especially considering how douchey he is in the first episode, I find. How, how yeah, how douchey he, he comes across. But yeah. secretly, he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. He respects people. He's like, a, he's an idealized version of a frat brother. He's what I would be. Yeah. Like, no, I wouldn't hey, be Hey, there's, there's got to be good frats out there. We just never hear about them because they're not interesting to report on. <laughs> Local frat does community service. Yeah. <laughs> no Boring. Thanks. Yeah. Who cares, baby? Uh, excuse me while I watch Animal House again and see what they did. Oh, these guys know how to party. Um, Animal House sucks. The movie? Yeah. And the frat in the movie. Oh, the frat in the movie is garbage. <laughs> they suck. I like, um, I like a lot of the performances in Animal House, though. Eh, yeah, some performances are good. I think the movie itself is bad. Well, it just doesn't hold up. It's a, no. com- it's a 30, 40-year-old comedy. Yeah, it's like it's yeah forty. It's coming up on fifty. Even even the comedies, I don't know. There are there's some that hold up because they're so well done. Yeah. But like like Animal House would have been a shock comedy at the time, right? Yeah, I think so. It's slobs versus snobs. Slobs versus snobs. A lot of like panty ray gags. Yeah. Uh, sex comedy, sex jokes. Um, there's a food fight. There's jokes about how the uh, the snobs are like um snobs yeah jokes about that the dean's wife sleeping with the students or something yeah 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 like it, it set the bar for a lot of stuff mm. you know it's a good comedy what dr strange love that came out significantly earlier than animal yes, house but it aged incredibly well it holds up baby also also Do better animal house a very different type of comedy yeah it's extremely different it's it's what opposite ends of the spectrum what else is a good uh, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking about comedies that I loved younger that haven't always aged well. Groundhog Day is one of those. I still think it's a great movie. Oh, that movie has aged incredibly well. It's so good. It's one of the best of all time. Incredible movie. Do you find the? Com- I think that the movie has aged well. Do you think that most of the comedy has? Same with. Oh, you know what? Better example: Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters has aged that well. I, I don't, don't think it's as funny as when I. I mean, and I've seen it a few. Yeah. Many times, so that's part of it. But it's not the it's not a great movie. I don't care about Ghostbusters so much. It's okay. I think it's, it's right. I think it's a well structured movie. I think everything in it is good. Like I don't have any. It's good. It's not great. Do you have complaints about Ghostbusters? Not really. It's just you know uh, this could be a lot better. I guess. <laughs> well, anyways, they didn't some... they didn't improve on it with the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> is they... there some nutty bet from Ghostbusters we could be talking about? Oh man, here's a nutty bet for you. Uh, I bet that there aren't actually any ghosts in this machine the Ghostbusters have, and I'm going to prove it by shutting the power reactor down. So the the if if I win, then what? Nothing happens. If you win, well, if I win, nothing happens, and I'm proven right, and these darn Ghostbusters get shut down for good. If, if you're right, ghosts are let loose all over New York City, and you and me are going to have to toss on some proton packs and go clean this town up. And here's here's you know what's weird about that. The ghosts were out there in the city before. 
Yeah. The only ghosts that were in that machine were ghosts that they've caught. True. So why does that like... Because, I don't really because why. there has been a couple of montages showing the passage of time. They have caught hundreds of yeah. ghosts. I mean, people should be more concerned. Yeah, yeah. But those ghosts were all out there here's until what I, they caught them. Here's what I don't get is like people are reporting on them. Why doesn't this guy believe them? There's been they've gotten tons of press. So clearly, like people are vetting them and their clients. Like there's how is there no proof that they've kept like we have see ghosts in the movie yeah the ghosts are the, it's not like someone is coming down the stairs at a bed and breakfast and being like i felt an apparition in my room last night yeah this is like the new york public library ghosts throwing books everywhere slimer's driving a taxi cab slimer's driving a ta- he's in the what's the hotel were they at the windsor or the uh, the waldorf astoria i've never been to new york so i don't know any of the hotels okay well in the movie they're at a very fancy hotel i assume it's one of the famous downtown ones Maybe it's the Chelsea. I'm kidding. The Chelsea's... Never mind. I don't get it. I know you don't. I know you don't. Um, And that's fine. It was a pointless reference. I blame myself for being so unfunny. I blame you too. Okay, good. We're on it. But yeah, Slimer, aka Onionhead, is driving a cab through town. Like, people see ghosts. There are satisfied customers. How, How does this guy not think... Like, that... Now I'm really annoyed by Ghostbusters. Yeah. Now I'm really we didn't even annoyed get to by any Ghostbusters. We did get to a nutty bet. Of yeah. Whether or not there was any ghosts in their big ghost trap. Yeah. Um, I'm going to vote for my podcast. Well, I really want to find out if there's any ghosts in that ghost trap, so I'll be voting for my podcast. There are. Don't worry about it. And as usual, as you know on Podcast versus Podcast, featuring Eric Prime, a.k.a. Eric 1, and Eric 2 over there. Hello. The only way to decide... Aside from voting, is who's taller and heavier? And I am currently six foot six, three hundred and forty pounds. So guess I win. Oh damn it! So you're gonna open up the ghost machine? Yep. Oh no! It's full of ghosts. It's like I said, Eric. There was ghosts in there. Ah, they're consuming my being. I'm shrinking back down. I'm. Oh, I'm only five seven. Oh, no, and my name's Piers again. You're only 5'7"? Yeah, I'm only 5'7". Oh, that's interesting. Did you not know that? No. I didn't think I was that much taller than you. Oh, you're much taller than me. But I carry myself very well, so everyone seems to think I'm, like, much taller. Mm. Can you open the door and let the ghosts out, please? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, let's just... There you go, guys. See you later, boys. All right. And ladies. Close that back up. And sad dogs. And Slimer. Hold on. Close the fuck. There we go. I got it. I closed the door. Um. Anyways, everybody, thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. The ghosts are gone. Uh, you may have heard that huge maelstrom of sounds <laughs> that Eric programmed in. I mean, didn't program in. I mean, the ghosts were there. Yeah. I just want to make sure you heard it. Um. And Piers is back with us, but too late to uh to really get the show. We'll just have to use what we were talking about earlier with. Eric one and Eric two. I really liked being Eric one for a while. Yeah. And I kind of regret that those ghosts ate all of my height. <laughs> it's a weird thing for a ghost to do. I know. Right. But I guess they could tell that I'd use the spirit world to add to my mask. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.